Welcome to an ordinary man talking about an extraordinary letter. I'm going to be exploring the Gospel of John. Now, the reason I'm doing it is totally self-centered. We live in uncertain times. Uh, Hatred and vitriol just swims around us like an ocean. And people are getting upset and getting ugly and accusatory. And many things are being questioned that didn't used to be questioned. And I'm not immune to feeling unsettled. I'm a Christian. I believe in an omnipotent God. But I'm not immune to feeling uncertain about things. And so, on a regular basis, I will go back and ground myself to remind myself of who I am, what I believe, and to remind myself why that's important. And my source of that is the Bible. Uh, that's that's the holy book of of my uh, uh, of my tradition. And in that book, the Gospel of John holds a very special special place to, in my heart. So when I'm go- I'm going to be going through the Gospel of John, I'll be reading it, and then I'm going to look at it from three perspectives. One, my perspective. What do I get out of it? What am I seeing here in these verses that I'll be sharing? Uh, What do they mean to me? And I'm going to be applying my life experiences. And I'll get more into that in a little bit, why that's important. But I'll be using myself as a frame of reference to view the Gospel of John. But having said that, there's a couple other points of view that we really, really need to consider. One is... The Jewish point of view, the Jewish context, because this wasn't written in a vacuum. John wrote this as a Jewish man. And when he wrote this, the church had just started to come out of Judaism, but there were still an awful lot of Jewish converts and a lot of the Jewish community uh, to be reached. And in many places, Christianity was considered a sect of Judaism. So, Though this gospel is for everybody, there's a Jewish context. Messiah, Jesus, was Jewish. We need to take the Jewish context into consideration. To help me do that, I've got a book. It's a big, hefty book right here. It's called The Life and Times of Jesus the Messiah by Alfred Edersheim. Late 1800s, he wrote it. He was a raised by Jewish parents and converted to Christianity And uh, he was a pastor, a reverend in the Scottish church in Scotland. And then later on, he was ordained into the Church of England. Um, He wrote a harmony of the Gospels from a Jewish perspective. He brings Jewish culture, Jewish history, uh, Jewish nationalism. He brings it all into play and harmonizes the Gospels, interjecting the Jewish perspective, which is really important. I am a big fan of trying to read something in the skin that it was originally covered in. And John was a Jew. 
There were a lot of Jews back then. Christianity was in the process of pulling away from Judaism, but that was still a very important part of that culture. So, Edersheim, Life and Times of Jesus the Messiah. It's a big, thick book. It's not an easy read. It's not something you read from cover to cover. It's more like a great reference book. Now, my third perspective, I'm going to call upon the characters that we run across in the Gospel of John. One would be John the Apostle himself, and then Jesus when Jesus shows up, Pharisees, Sadducees, all and all the apostles, all the disciples. I'm going to try to bring their points of view to bear. So basically, I have three sources. The characters in the letter itself, my perspective, and the perspective of Alfred Edersheim, who will bring the Jewish point of view to bear. John was at the end of his life. All right, he was closer to the end than he was at the beginning. He had just uh, been released from Patmos. He'd been a prisoner of Rome, where he wrote Revelation, and I think 1st, 2nd, and 3rd John. Uh And then he wrote the Gospel of John. Now, the Gospel of John is very different from Matthew's Gospel, Mark's Gospel, and Luke's Gospel. Matthew, Mark, and Luke, for the most part, presented a uh, beginning-to-end view of the life of Jesus, from his birth, to his ministry, to his death, to his resurrection. And it's pretty much a blow-by-blow with some differences, but it's pretty much uh, an in-order type thing. It's a, they're biographies of a sort. John's gospel is different. He doesn't spend any time on the pre-ministry time of Jesus. He starts right off when Jesus first met John the Baptist and got baptized. Why was that? Why do you think that was? Here's where I draw my perspective. I'm closer to the end of my life than I am to the beginning. I just turned 65. And one of the things that matters to me most is that my children and grandchildren understand what I think is important for this family. I'm the patriarch of this branch of my family. And I want them to understand what is truly important. So whenever I spend time with my children or grandchildren, I make sure that I tell them something that's important. And I'm concerned for their future and their well-being. And so I'm continually putting into that with my children and grandchildren. Uh, I want them to know what's important, what's important to me and what I feel is important for them. John was at the end of his life. And the other Gospels already presented the biography of Jesus. So he just picked events and happenings in the life of Jesus that supported his one main theme. And that main theme is found in chapter 20, uh, verse 19. By the way, I'm going to be reading out of uh, the NIV version. Um, He says in chapter 20, verse 31, But these are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that by believing you might have life in his name. That's John's sole purpose. Within that verse, everything else points. That verse provides the context for everything. So whatever we read in John's gospel has something to do 
was showing us how Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that you might believe in him. That's John's purpose. When he leaves uh, this earth, he will be the last living witness of the life and times of Jesus. And history will go from uh, having someone around who could say, I saw, I wrote, I experienced, I saw him die, I saw him resurrected, I saw him ascend to heaven, I saw him heal the sick, I saw him, I saw him. That's John's witness. After him, the best that anybody can do is, I know somebody who used to know somebody, who knew somebody that saw Jesus do these things. So John left this letter behind as his portion, what became his portion in the New Testament. And everything he writes has one goal in mind, that you might know that Jesus is the Christ and the Son of the living God. And by believing in him, you might have life in his name. So why is that important? I live in uncertain times, taking me back to the beginning of what I was talking about. There are times when I get rattled and there's times when I question who I am and what I am. I question my faith. I'm not going to lie. But I go to the Gospel of John and I'm reassured. So, what we're going to do is we're going to go through the Gospel of John passage by passage and I'm going to share with you my perspective, what it means to me, I'm going to share with you what I can from uh, Edersheim's Jewish perspective. And then I'm going to ask the characters that are in each passage, whether it's John the Apostle, John the Baptist, Jesus himself, the Sanhedrin, whatever, whoever the characters are. I'm going to ask those characters who they say Jesus is. And we're just going to go through piece by piece by piece. I don't know how long it'll take, uh, but that's what that's what we're going to do. So, having said that, an ordinary man, me, I'm nothing special, is going to look at an extraordinary gospel, John's work, John's gospel, and we're going to ask this gospel, who is Jesus? Simple enough. All right, Mr. G out. See you coming up with John chapter 1. In the beginning was the Word.